from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. By day, Nick Etscheid's job with Amazon Network Services focuses on international business. But he wanted to get involved with his local community, make an impact, and gain strategic skills. The 28-year-old found the opportunity to do that on a credit union board. I'm Jennifer Plager, Managing Editor with CUNA News. I recently sat down with Etscheid, a board member at Verity Credit Union in Seattle. Etscheid spoke about his involvement on the board, why young professionals should consider getting involved with board service, the best piece of advice he received when he began his board service, and more. So Nick, what's your board story? Can you tell me how you became involved with the Verity Board of Directors? Well, it actually started with a cold email to Johns Molek, who was our CEO at the time. It must have been 4 p.m. on a Friday afternoon. I just sent him an email. I think it was on LinkedIn. And I had my phone number and my email signature there. And then about an hour later, I was heading home on the bus. And I get a call from John super unexpectedly. And you know, I took the call and ended up speaking to him for about an hour. He told me about membership goals the membership in Global Alliance for Banking on Values and what that did for the triple bottom line goals. And then really explained to me the board service program in general and uh, the board associate program that Verity has and that I believe many other credit unions, but not all have. So it sounded like I had missed the latest round of recruiting. And basically, it had happened a few weeks prior to our discussion. And so he, he told me to stay in touch. And Immediately after that, I was, I was super inspired. I became a member. I had already been a member with another credit union for many years, but became a member of Verity, started visiting the branches, getting to know them better, getting to know the products better. And then about a year later, I interviewed for the board associate program, got that, and then served for a year on that, and then was ultimately elected as a director. You mentioned this was a cold email out to the to CEO. What made you decide to email him with your interest? Why were you interested in the board? I've been a credit union member since my early teens. And I remember even from the start, I was aware of the value proposition of the member being also the owner and how that really leads to a higher level of service, a higher level of trust. So I was always very sold on the mission. And then I guess fast forward to college, I got a degree in finance. So I was certainly interested in the core of the product. And then maybe three years ago, I wanted to become more involved with the local community in Seattle. My day job deals internationally with other businesses. And I was volunteering at the time with a local chamber of commerce, but I wanted to get even more involved with the local community in the way that I felt like I could make an impact while also gaining some strategic skills. So I started doing research on credit unions because As I said, they were on my radar. It was a financial institution. I had my financial past. And Verity stood out even before my conversation with John as just an impressive institution. Yeah. So I reached out to John and and I was frankly sold from the beginning. And how long have you been involved with the board now? I was an associate for a year and I've been a board member now for a year. So two full years. So what keeps you going? What do you enjoy about it? It's really the people, the diversity of experience on the board itself. We've got marketing folks, we've got lawyers, nonprofit executives, product managers, 
And so dealing with a range of backgrounds is really stimulating, and it's not necessarily what you would experience in your day job either. So I learned from these folks every meeting. We have rigorous discussions. And then the executives themselves, they're also great to work with. I recognize they don't have an easy job, but they do it well, and they collaborate really well with the board and especially with new members as well. Both the board and the executives, they encourage new associates and new board members to speak up early and often. This was told to me explicitly that there's no expectation of sitting quietly for any period of time. So they encourage you to ask questions, to even voice opinions early on as part of the onboarding process. So those were early indicators that I was in the right place. And then there are these quarterly employee breakfasts where anyone's invited. So it's mostly staff and and executives and board members are invited as well. And attending these really shows the culture there. There are songs, there's goofiness. So it's clearly just a great place to work for the employees as well. Nick, what are some of the, the top priorities and even challenges that the Verity Board is having to address right now? Member growth, triple bottom line, fostering a data-driven process improvement culture, and then diversity, equity, and inclusion. Those four different areas certainly take up a lot of our airtime, and they all show up in the strategic plan. And then on top of those, we're also discussing the board itself, things like the committee structure, whether it makes more sense to group certain committees like the technology committee and the member experience committee, and kind of streamlining areas that have a lot of overlap and potentially also save some time from the volunteers. And then Things like the size of the board as well are discussions that we're having, whether potentially augmenting the size might help with our governance duties and things like that. So there's a lot to keep us busy. So looking back at your last two years, what's kind of been your big takeaway that you've gotten from your board service? We end every board meeting with a member story, and they almost always involve a member in a really tough spot personally and financially with very few options. These members tend to turn to Verity as potentially a last resort without a whole lot of hope for being able to be helped. We had one that was a domestic violence victim who couldn't access her identification from her her place of residence. We have other folks who are experiencing homelessness and may not have a whole lot of assets to use for collateral. And we hear about how our hardworking staff, who's really flexible and they show great empathy, they invariably find a creative solution to help that member who is otherwise completely out of options. And after late night board meetings where it's filled with governance, compliance, we're deep diving really deep into specific topics, some of them very esoteric, it's really refreshing to be reminded that all of our work on the board is leading to healthier, happier communities. Just you talking about it right now, like you're not giving specifics, but yet I'm kind of getting chills. So it has to be kind of like a, a a moment where you go, this is why I do it. This is why we do the work that we do in the credit union movement. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's sobering to be part of an institution like this. And, you know, the, the biggest credit goes to the frontline staff who are enabling our community members. It, it's clear through these stories that they're incredibly empathetic. And then it's very, very rewarding, I would say, to be part of an institution and an industry that are surrounding these types of stories. So, the industry in general, I would say, being part of that is also very special. In your opinion, what are some of the qualities or skills that make a board member successful? First of all, it's really important, I would say, to be a member. 
in order to truly understand the way the institution shows its face in public is to be a member and to really experience the feeling of the branches, the product offerings, and the good and the bad that come with that, right? You may run into issues. How is it dealing with the support staff? Are your questions answered quickly? Are they easy to work with? Are they fun to work with? And on top of just understanding the service, it's also about having skin in the game. So as a member, you're an owner, and there's no better person to serve on the board as someone with a financial stake in the game as an owner. So that's number one. Number two, curiosity is absolutely critical. I would say, especially for young professionals, you're going to come in, you'll have acumen in some area, whether that's through your day job or through your prior job, but you're not going to know the credit union industry as well as your institution itself. You need to come in with an open mind and enough curiosity to really ask the questions. You'll spend the first few years, I, I'm obviously you know, two years in, I'm not done learning by any means. So you've got to be willing to ask the questions. You have to be curious enough to read the 70-page board packet you know, once a month. You have to engage in the committees and, and really dive in. And curiosity is what will allow you to do all of that. I would also say it's important to have acumen in some area from your day job or from other outside work you do, whether that's something functional like finance, marketing, legal operations, or something more like community engagement or nonprofit work. It's important to bring a skill set to the board so that it's clear how you can contribute early on with the knowledge and, and experience that you already have. And then it's also important to go in with an expectation that you'll be able to commit for a number of years. As I said, it's, it's definitely an onboarding process in your first few years. And you want to make sure that you stick around long enough to where you're, you're really giving back to the institution. The institution will absolutely give to you in the first few years, and, and you'll be asking a ton of questions. You'll be learning. I think it's very important to stick around for long enough for that to pay dividends and for you to really get to know the longer-term dynamics of the board and really spend years giving service. Any idea how long that is, Nick? I'm still in very much learning mode in the first two years. I, I would hope folks would be prepared to stick around for at least three, four, five years. That sounds about right as a minimum. Why should young professionals, why should they get involved in board service for a credit union? It may be your first exposure to strategic thinking. And I'll speak for myself here that young professionals, we're becoming experts in our fields, whether it's at large companies, small companies, but more often than not, you're dealing with how to deliver on goals, how to save money, drive revenue, complete projects, but you're not making strategy decisions on which direction the company should be taking. You're not necessarily setting strategic goals, making high-level resourcing decisions, budgeting decisions, and not dealing with a level of ambiguity that you may see as an executive at the company you're currently at. And I would say the day you start volunteering with a credit union on the board, you're in discussions about products, loan categories, how we balance our decisions between allocating resources behind each of those. How are we making decisions on investing in technology versus marketing? What are the short-term, long-term implications of each of those? And these types of conversations are something you will not see day-to-day, -day, at least speaking for myself. There may be some lucky young professionals that are entrepreneurs or, or whatnot that do, but for the large majority of us, you will get new experiences at the credit union. And then importantly, you're doing all of this 
while you're making an impact. As I said, you're supporting an industry that puts the member first and that has very noble goals. The industry has been around for 100 years, more or less. So it's longstanding and has a great reputation and you're contributing to something larger than yourself. When you started your board service two years ago, Nick, what was the best piece of advice that you received? One of the most memorable pieces was to hold the board, the executives and myself accountable by making sure that everything we do contributes to our strategy. And I think that is somewhat difficult because there are so many tangential issues that sort of feel right, but they may or may not be codified into the official strategy that, that may have been agreed to earlier that year or a few years prior. And I think it's very important reflecting on this feedback that everything you do, all of your preparation in advance of meetings is really reading the CEO report, reading committee reports, reviewing policies, and making sure that all of those are aligned indeed to track toward that strategy that has been approved. The last piece, this was actually from the same individual, was, was simply to demand more from everybody, yourself included. It's a big time commitment. It's preparing a lot in advance of meetings. It's attending a lot of meetings, multiple committee meetings, possibly. And then take time afterward to reflect on those. So all in all, it certainly is a big time commitment. And you need to hold yourself accountable to making sure you're really diving in and taking advantage of every opportunity throughout that process. What kind of advice do you have for young professionals who are just starting their board service? First of all, sit down with the executives. I talked about curiosity here. It's important to, in my opinion, sit down with each of them and dive deep into each of their areas. What sorts of systems they use, the challenges they face. I sat down with the CFO very early on and then other executives a little bit later and it was just incredibly helpful seeing the dashboards and the systems that create the dashboards that we actually review in the finance committee. So that, that was absolutely critical, diving deep into each of those areas, because you don't necessarily have the time to do that in either the board meetings or the committee meetings. And then I also think it's important to meet one-on-one -on -one with board members, new board members, tenured board members, all of them will have different perspectives on what's important what newer board members can do. And then a lot of them have insights that hadn't even occurred to you. They'll have certain pet issues, perhaps, that you didn't necessarily notice. But once you meet with them, and once you understand what's important to them, you'll sort of start to see trends in the meetings that you wouldn't have picked up on otherwise. Okay. And what about advice for young professionals who are out there and are going, I want to become involved on a board, but I don't even know where to begin. What do you have for them? Yeah. So first of all, as I discussed, if you're not already a member, become one. That's the first place to start. And then try to find a credit union with an associate program. I think that program existing is a testament to the institution being open to younger professionals, potentially, or folks without specific financial industry experience. And then even if a credit union that you're particularly interested in doesn't have an associate program, ask for one message board members, message the CEO. And you know, funny enough, I'm not the only one who cold emailed our CEO. Actually, our newest board member, who's a finance professor, she also sent an email to our CEO and she was just voted onto the board a few weeks ago. So it doesn't just work for me, it's worked for others. Nick, we've talked about a lot of stuff and you've had some great insights that you've shared. Anything that we're forgetting or that you think is important to mention? 
I would just say it's an incredibly rewarding experience. If you feel that you have the time and you feel that you have the energy and the interest, dive in, learn more about credit unions. It's a fantastic industry and you'll get a ton out of it. Everything you put in, you'll get at least as much back. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio.